Evening prayer starts on page 22. I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 142 is on page, and 143 are on start, begin on page 518. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, yea, even unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaints before him, and showed him my trouble. When my spirit was in heaviness, thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked also upon my right hand, and saw there was no man that would know me. I had no place to flee unto, and no man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord, and said, Thou art my hope and my portion in the land of the living. Consider my complaint, for I am brought very low. O deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may give thanks unto thy name. Which thing, if thou wilt grant me, then shall the righteous resort unto my company. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and consider my desire. Hearken unto me for thy truth and righteousness' sake. And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul, he hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath laid me in a darkness as men that had been long dead. Therefore is my spirit vexed within me, and my heart within me is desolate. Yet do I remember the time past. I muse upon all thy works. Yea, I exercise myself in the works of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul gaspeth unto thee as a thirsty land. Hear me, O Lord, and that soon, for my spirit waxeth faint. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go into the pit. 
but let me hear thy loving kindness betimes in the morning, for in thee is my trust. Show thou me the way that I should walk in, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies, for I flee unto thee to hide. Teach me to do the thing that pleaseth thee, for thou art my God. Let thy loving spirit lead me forth into the land of righteousness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, and for thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. Let thy goodness slay mine enemies, and destroy all them that vex my soul, for I am thy servant. Here begins the 40th verse of the third chapter of the Book of Lamentations. Let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven. We have transgressed and rebelled. You have not pardoned. You have covered yourself with anger and pursued us. You have slain and not pitied. You have covered yourself with a cloud that prayer should not pass through. You have made us an off-scouring and refuse in the midst of the peoples. All our enemies have opened their mouths against us. Fear and a snare have come upon us, desolation and destruction. My eyes overflow with rivers of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. My eyes flow and do not cease without interruption till the Lord from heaven looks down and sees. My eyes bring suffering to my soul because of all the daughters of my city. My enemies without cause hunted me down like a bird. They silenced my life in the pit and threw stones at me. The waters flowed over my head. I said, I am cut off. I called on your name, O Lord, from the lowest pit. You have heard my voice. Do not hide your ear from my sighing, from my cry for help. You drew near on the day I called you and said, do not fear. O Lord, you have pleaded the case for my soul. You have redeemed my life. Here ends the first lesson. My soul hath magnified the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Here begins the 17th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, uh, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. 
I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known, surely, that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. Here ends the second lesson. to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. 
Almighty Father, whose dear Son, on the night before he suffered, did institute the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may thankfully receive the same in remembrance of him, who in these holy mysteries giveth, giveth us a pledge of life eternal. The same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility, mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience and also be made partakers of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all just, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from their fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Happy Monday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday. And uh, the, as you read, or as we read in our colic, this is the day that we celebrate the, the giving of um, the new covenant um, and, the, and with the, the institution of communion. So um, starting with lamentations, I just, I've been talking about every time I think you hear me talk, you think you hear me talk about Jeremiah being called the weeping prophet. And if you wondered why he was called that, if you look at verses 48 and 49 of this chapter, uh, you read, my eyes overflow with rivers of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people, and my eyes flow and do not cease without interruption. And I wanna make a point, um, Jeremiah loved these people even though they were um, they were not walking with God, but they were his people and he loved them. And so he was tied to them and wanted to see them do well. So it hurt him to see them not do well. And, and even though they deserved the judgment, um, he was not happy about it. Not, not unhappy with God, but not happy that they had chosen that, made that choice. So we start out and we see the first few verses of this chapter 33 through 47 is God's basis for the judgment. In other words, he, he had a real reason to judge them. And then we see in 41 through 47, it says, turn back to the Lord. So the solution to Judah's judgment was to repent and looking to God for relief and restoration. But of course, they didn't do that. And as Jeremiah said, he, he judged them and he judged their sin righteously. Um, we just mentioned the sorrow he had and, and how his eyes overflowed. And then he talks about in 52 to 63, his enemies. And I just want to remind you, Jeremiah was one of those that we know about his persecution. He was thrown in a pit. He was uh, threatened with death. And so in that time, God told him that I'm, I'm going to deliver you. And uh, Jeremiah, even at the end of this, this, this part in, um, uh, in 59 through 63, asked for justice to be rendered on these, these enemies. And then he makes his confession. And I think this would be a really good confession for us. He said to it, and he said this to encourage others to trust God, and of course we're others, so. I called on your name, O Lord, from the lowest pit. You have heard my voice. Do not hide your ear from my sighing, from my cry for help. 
You drew near on the day I called on you and said, Do not fear. O Lord, you have pleaded the case for my soul. You have redeemed my life. It's a good transition right there into our New Testament passage. We're at a time in the church year, in the year of the church calendar when we're looking at uh, these people in Jerusalem that who had rejected God. And now we're looking at people in Jerusalem who rejected the Messiah and killed him. They, uh, we, like the people of Israel, have earned our judgment. But God, like in Jeremiah's time, desires repentance and a return to him. Um, in verse 40, let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. That's from Lamentations. So as we um, go back into this chapter of John, it's a little bit of a, a review of the history of the, of the Gospel of John, according to St. John. And so what we see is um, in chapter 13, we see um, these are the chapters before his crucifixion, and he's hidden himself from the people. He's taken off with his uh, disciples. And so we see that... Um, that he's teaching them and he's getting ready to um, for his death, but he wants to leave them in a good place. So the chapters 1 through 12 of John center on the uh, rejection of Jesus by the nation, his ministry, and his interaction with them. Chapters 13 through 70, 17 center on those who did receive him, his disciples especially. And then we see um, after he moved away from his, his uh, public ministry, deals just with the Disciples, and then we're going to see the um, passion and the and the ending of this as we get past John 17. So we've memorized and repeat a couple times a day something we call the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven. John 17 was probably truly the Lord's Prayer, and it gives us a really intimate look at the heart of Jesus. So this prayer of of Jesus is divided into three parts. His first part is his prayer for himself in verses one through five. And then through 6 through 19, he prays for the apostles, the disciples, his people. And then um, then he prays for all New Testament believers who will form the, chief, the church. So in verse 5, it says, I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Um, then he goes on and says that they may be one as we are. That's... Um, um, talking about the disciples, that they may be one as we are, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. And then in uh, verses 15 and 17, keeping them from the evil one. And then 17, sanctify them by your truth. So those are his requests, that they be one, uh, that they have joy, uh, they keep from the evil one, and that, and that they're set aside by his truth. And this is kind of interesting to me, and I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way. Did you know Jesus prayed for you? And I'm talking about you who are sitting and listening. Jesus prayed for you. In verse 20, he said, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. And so what he prayed for, that they, they all may be one, as God and Jesus are one. Um, so if you think we weren't blessed, you know, the way the disciples were, I've heard people say, well, that was back then and this is now. But he prayed, in the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. I and them, you and me, that they may, may, be, may, may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. I thought about that for a while, and the only thing I can say is I can't add anything to that. So it's probably a good time for us to move on. And since we have communion following um, evening prayer tonight, um, we'll end with, I have a 
prayer I want to pray, and then we'll end the evening prayer, and then we'll move into the, the Monday Thursday communion. Almighty God, who has given us the only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me tonight. Look forward to seeing you, those of you who are at the Monday Thursday service. And uh, you might remember way back we talked about um, being in the first lap of Lent, and now we're in the last. So we're into the we're, we're sprinting to the finish line now. Yay! Good to be with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Wow. I, I forgot about that. Yep. We're here. <laughs> Thank you. Let's Night, go. everybody. Good night.